Yes, yes, yes. Hello, and welcome back into the Wildcard DFS show. We got the best two back with you today. We've got me, Mags, who you can follow over on X at Hot Seat Mags, and we've got Ali as well over the other side who you can follow at FF Dynasty Grill. Ali, great to see you, mate. You ready for another week's worth of DFS action? I am, yeah. It was um really interesting week six, complete flip to week five where it was a really low cash line where you only need to score about 130 something points to get in which was which was great because i just scraped in everywhere which was lovely just missed out the week before so um yeah this slate is really interesting um mags how did you do and uh good to see you tonight yeah thanks mate i i'm very much the same you i was coming in around that one one kind of 30-ish mark which paid off quite nicely and in quite a few places as well for cash. Not not so well in tournament plays, but I think that's kind of be expected. You can't be expected to win tournaments every week, right? That's not how it works. No, I mean, you won week one, wasn't it? The, I did. The big I did, tournament. Yeah. I'm just biding my time, so perhaps it's going to be this week. Yeah, and if it is this week, I'm sure some of these tips will, will help out. We'll get to tournaments later, but we're going to start with the cash players. Of course, we're looking for high ownership percentage to get us over that cash line. We're looking with players with a really good floor. And remember, we're only trying to beat half the people playing. So, you know, keep it simple, stupid, right? Let's just keep it simple. Get over the line and win those cash matchups. And Ali, you've got two quarterbacks that you've got that will help us do that, right? Yeah, hopefully. So starting up with, this is the big game this week because me me and Matt Thornton, formerly of Wildcard, had a charity bet that, Washington Commanders, I said, would finish ahead of the New York Giants. So this is a massive game for Sam Howell, who's going to be my first DFS cash quarterback. And I just think he's such a good price at 5,500 against the New York Giants. His last three games, I mean, I think he's been under the radar because he's been dominating for fantasy. Six touchdowns to one interception the last three weeks, including tough matchups against the Eagles and the Falcons. I think both on the road as well. So I think he's touched down four, uh, touchdown, quarterback four over the past three weeks, which, wow. again, not a lot of people are talking about. I just think him at 5,500, it just allows you to be so flexible at other positions in cash. You don't have to stack him up because he's got that Russian floor as well. Um, the New York Giants are absolutely desperate. They should get Daniel Jones back this week, I think. So, um, yeah, really interested in, in Sam Howell in cash because I think at that price, to, I think he can easily hit 3x, meaning that he's going to get 16.5 fantasy points, which he's been doing the past three weeks quite easily. So that's a really nice play. My second one is slightly more expensive, 2,500 <laughs> more expensive. Um, I think it's the third um, most expensive quarterback on the slate, Justin Herbert. And this is a big game, Mags, because he's playing against your Kansas City Chiefs in a game where the Chargers are desperate to to beat your Chiefs. I don't think they, they're going to, but I think Justin Herbert is going to put up a damn good effort because that's what he does. And he's been balling for fantasy and his his baseline is so safe. And obviously, when we're playing DFS cash, you don't want your quarterback to score five points. Justin Herbert has not scored less than 19 points in a game so far this season. So he's at least been doing two and a half times his price every single game, which is exactly where you want him to be. In a matchup with the Chiefs that are going to put up points against his Chargers defense, that really isn't very good. I just think he's going to have to throw it a ton to Keenan Allen, um, to Palmer, 
hopefully Quentin Johnson actually catches the ball would be rather nice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> less about him, more about Herbert. Get him in your cash lineups because he gives you that that safe baseline in what will be a shootout. Yeah, absolutely. Herbert will be safe as houses, and the Chargers will lose by three because that seems to be what mm-hmm. what they what they love doing. And yeah, Sam Howell as well, flying under that radar. And anyone playing against the Giants right now is a good bet. And at five and a half thousand, that's seriously good value, and it gives you room to to be flexible with other positions like uh, like running back. And I've got I've got two running backs for you here. One is a guy that's been just phenomenal the last couple of weeks, really warming up again. It's Kenneth Walker. One of the best running backs in the league. And we were a bit worried before about, you know, Zach Charbonnet coming in, but no need to worry because Walker's been absolutely killing that. And he's at, listed at 7,000 versus, you know, good old faithful, the Arizona Cardinals, even though they've been doing better than, <laughs> than expected. It's usually a good idea to have someone play against them on your slate at some stage. And Kenneth Walker, I expect him to do really well against the Cardinals, as he's been doing well against against everybody else. So not too much slight on the Cardinals there, Ali. Just Kenneth Walker's that good. I'd, I'd put him up against anybody, really. And the second guy, depending on his health status, I suppose, but if Aaron Jones is back against the Denver Broncos, look out, because he is going to smash, because the Denver Broncos cannot defend the run, and Aaron Jones has a high passing volume upside as well. So at 6,800, even cheaper than Kenneth Walker. I think he is brilliant value, and I don't see how he is not a phenomenally highly owned player there. Yep, I completely agree. Uh, you love going up, putting your your cash running backs in that have got green, big green matchups, and it doesn't get much better than the Cardinals and the Denver Broncos as, as yeah. two matchups. Kenneth Walker should be more expensive than 7,000. I just think that is criminal. That matchup is brilliant and I completely agree. Aaron Jones, they're going to lean on him when he's back. Hopefully he's back this week in that great cake matchup. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Ali, you've got some wide receivers. You've got some pretty good matches as well, right? <laughs> I have indeed. So, uh, yeah, this these really need no introduction. But I just think if you are able to go pay down at the quarterback position, so Sam Howell, etc., um, then it, it allows you to fit these people in your lineups. And I mean, Cooper Cup has just been phenomenal since he's been back yeah. from that that injury. He just looks like he's not missed a step, especially back this week, catching the touchdown pass, just absolutely balling. Him and Matt Stafford have not missed a beat. They're obviously performing podcasts together. They are hanging out together on the fields. Nobody can stop Cooper Cup. He's rather expensive, 9,500, but he's playing the pit. <laughs> <laughs> at yeah. home I mean that that is expensive so I mean you're not going to be able to fit a really expensive quarterback in with that but um, I just think you don't even need to stack this guy he's playing at home against the Pittsburgh Steelers who have pretty been disappointed this year in terms of their defence hasn't really stepped up and he's going to go off so Cooper Cup is a guy that can move the cash line himself you've not got Tyreek Hill on the slate this week so Cooper Cup is going to be that guy that could break the slate so I want him in my team and I want to fit him in all of my cash lineups. The second one, not too cheap, much cheaper, at 8,900, Stefan Diggs, playing at the New England Patriots. I just think that it was un-Buffalo-like this week in them, their matchup against the Giants where they actually nearly lost. But I think Josh Allen's going to have a point to prove. And it doesn't get much safer than Stefan Diggs. 
Yeah. And when you think of defences, the matchup is actually pretty good. The, the New England Patriots haven't been able to do much at all on defence this year. They can't do much on offence. They've been turning the ball over. There's going to be plenty of opportunities for the Buffalo Bills to beat up on the Patriots, who they're in play for Caleb Williams. I mean, yeah. Mac, Jones is, Mac Jones is on a short leash, we've been told. So who knows what the quarterback situation is going to be. All I know is the Buffalo Bills are going to pound on the Patriots and put up loads of points. And Stefan Diggs is, again, someone that can pop off for 30 points this week. So I want him in my, my cash lineups. Yeah, absolutely. Is is nine thousand five hundred the most expensive player of the season so far? We had a little higher than that. Yeah, I think it's probably spot on for um, Tyreek Hill. Seems to always be just slightly under that, ninety three. Yeah. So I think yeah. ninety five might be the most expensive. Yeah. But well, well worth it because yeah, you're not gonna yeah you don't want to not have Cooper Cup up against the Steelers when he goes off, which he which he probably will, and and so will Stefan Diggs. I mean, the younger Patriots are absolutely hopeless right now. So Diggs, I imagine will. We'll feast on that for sure. And I've got two two flex players for you, Ali. I got one, a guy that we did mention very briefly on the Dynasty show. It's Javante Williams. Now, from that same matchup, Denver against Green Bay. This is a caveat, though, is, I mean, does Sean Payton have eyes? That is the big caveat. Because if he does, he will have seen that Denver actually looked pretty good running the ball against Kansas City. In particular, Javante Williams looked pretty good running the ball. So I would lean into that because if they don't, they're going to lose and they're going to lose again badly. So hopefully Javante Williams will be given a workhorse role up against the Green Bay Packers who've been up and down. You don't really know what to expect against them, but this could be a Javante breakout. We've got a 5,400. That's pretty cheap, someone you can put into your flex spot. The second one, again, depending on if we have Jameer Gibbs back or not. you got Craig Reynolds sitting at a 4,900 going up against, I mean, the Ravens, who just can't catch a break right now. It's just not performing as well as they as they should be overall, I wouldn't say. Just not, not with it. I think the Lions are going to take the Ravens to town here. I think it could be a bit of a, a nasty surprise for what's coming up. And if Craig Reynolds is sitting at running back at 4,900, that's pretty good. But keep an eye on Jameer Gibbs. In fact, they'll not play Gibbs anyway. They don't, like, they don't play <laughs> Gibbs anyway. So just put Craig Reynolds in because everyone's going to be thinking they're going to play Gibbs. But Tan Cavill's just going to give us the middle finger again and put Craig Reynolds in instead of Jameer Gibbs, right? 100%. Uh, Craig Reynolds was a nightmare for the Buccaneers when he came into the game. That, that block that led to the first touchdown for... Bayman Ra was was just incredible. You need to go and look yeah. at it. And that team absolutely loved Craig Craig Reynolds. He's not the most talented player, but he's going to get the workload if David Montgomery misses. Uh, the matchup is is pretty tough, but I always like firstly like to have running backs in my flex for cash plays just because of the projected volume. I want someone that's not going to. I don't want a wide receiver that's going to goose me or, or catch one yeah. pass. You want a running back that's going to be 15 touches plus, and Craig Reynolds has definitely got the ability to do that. And I always like to look at cheap running backs that enables me to fit someone like a Cooper Cup in the lineup. Someone that's projected for a workload at that price, really like Craig Reynolds and, and Javante Williams. We, we're just waiting for the, the breakout game. That, that offense needs a spark. So let's hope they lean more on Javante Williams, less on Jaleel McLaughlin. Um, and Samaji Piran, who's looked really bad this year. One of the yeah. one of the players I've got pretty badly wrong this year. But Javonta Williams at, at fifty four hundred, yeah, really like that price because he, yeah, the Packers have been 
Um, not the best on the ground conceding points uh, to the runner back position. So yeah, really like that. Yeah, I love it. And you've got you've got some tight ends for us to look at as well, are they right? Yeah, so tight end plays this week. Um gone for a for a cheap option in in Luke Musgrave. Um yeah. thirty three hundred at, at the Denver Broncos. Firstly, a really nice matchup. Um yeah. last week, a bit under the radar, he actually led the Packers in, in reception, so caught six passes. Mm. Um, but it, it only went for like 34 yards. It was 4.86 yards per target. So really not a very memorable night in terms of fantasy. So people um, aren't talking about it, don't even realize it. But it was solid in terms of fantasy, in terms of the receptions and, and PPR, which is the format this is. And then Denver are terrible. You like to target people playing against the Denver defense. Um Kelsey absolutely smashed them last week. Uh, Tyler Conklin led the Jets the week, the week before against the Broncos. I think he had something like 70 yards. So, yeah, Luke Musgrave at 3,300 allows you to be really flexible and he gives you a solid baseline. And then second one, I've gone for Carl Pitts. $4,000. So still a fairly cheap tight end play at my Buccaneers. Um, yeah, is Kyle Pitts back because he finally scored a touchdown last week, the first of the season. The last two weeks, he's actually seen 17 targets, I think it is. So they're actually getting him the ball. Desmond Ritter is actually finally throwing the ball. The, the last two weeks, 37 yeah. and 47 pass attempts the last two games, which has been really good for Drake London, who I'm going to mention later. Really good for Kyle Pitts. And at 4K, I just think that that is affordable where it's not going to hurt you if he doesn't score a touchdown. Um, you're not having to pay up. So yeah, I think the the upside is there for Carl Pitts in, in this offense. Yeah, the Falcons over the last three games are almost double the amount of targets to the tight end of any other team in the NFL, yeah. which is crazy. So they're making up for lost time. So yeah, I love that pick of Pitts there. Get him while he's cheap. And yeah, Musgrave at 3,300 again that matchup against Denver. That's a slam dunk in terms of value because he could he could easily go double double the value for that depending on yeah depending on how how the game goes. But you're right, Kev always says it's all about you know telling a story and that's an easy story to tell that Luke Musgrave does well against the Denver Broncos. So I love that. And I've got I've got two defense and special teams for you. I mean, one this is this is a slam dunk. <laughs> this is the this is the easiest pick you. I've ever had to make while doing this show all year. It's the Bills defense up against the New England offense. It's 4,200. It doesn't matter how expensive it was. It could have been as expensive as Cooper Cup because they're going to absolutely annihilate. <laughs> like, they're just going to crush that New England offense. This could be the first. Have we had a team score zero yet all season? I don't um, think we have. Have we? No, I don't think a team's been blown out yet. But the Patriots have yeah. been very close twice. This is the one. This is the one. This is Patriots nil pois. I see it coming. Like it's just everything's aligned up perfectly for it. The second one I've got the Seahawks against against the Cardinals. Just it's a nice matchup. The Seahawks are. I think they've got a few injuries, but they still they should still do quite well against the Cardinals. And three thousand two hundred is pretty good price. Yeah, so that that's right in the ballpark where I'm looking to. If none of the really cheap options are appealing, then I'll. I've got up to 3,200. That's probably my limit, and I think it's a great matchup. So, like that pick. And then the Bills, yeah. If, if you have some extra cash available when you've put together your lineup and you can afford the Bills, I mean, they could easily score 20 points on their own. So, it is definitely worth paying up a little bit more for them. 
Yeah, absolutely. I can't can't wait to see what, what happens in that game. And that's the end of our of our cash lineups. Now we're going to move into our tournament lineups. A bit more risky, right? You want to pick players with lower percentage owned to push you up that leaderboard. You're looking for stacks and you're trying to win. You're trying to get number one overall. So if you're not first, you're last in this option. So who have you got for us for some quarterbacks, Ali, to, to push us over the line and win some serious cash in tournaments? Yeah, well, if you want to be first, let's pick the best quarterback in the NFL at 8,300. Patrick Mahomes at home against the LA Chargers. And I just love this matchup. There's this slate actually this week has got a lot of low scoring projected games, really low over unders. Yeah. But this is this is one that I think could explode. And I expect it to be a shootout. I expect the Chiefs to win. I expect Mahomes to link up with Kelsey so much that I'm really willing to to put both of those and pay up in my lineup. So if you have Mahomes, you can stack him with with Kelsey. You can even stack him with uh, with some of the younger wide receivers if you want. Rashi Rice would be a really nice one as well, who's a lot more affordable. Just thinks it gives you opportunities for bringbacks as well on the on the Chargers side, whether it be yeah Keenan Allen, Josh Palmer, someone like that. Um, even even the tight end there. So. Really like Patrick Mahomes. I think it's worth paying up just because the slate doesn't provide you with games that have the ability to go off. I think it's worth paying up for Mahomes and stacking him with Kelsey because would you be surprised if if those two broke the slate this week? I really wouldn't. So no. really like Mahomes. My alternative quarterback pick is Jordan Love. Yeah, love, love this pick of Jordan Love <laughs> at, the Den- at the Denver Broncos. We, we love to target the Denver Broncos matchups. Um, Jordan Love actually the first four games of the season were really productive. He was um he was right up there in, in terms of the, the most productive quarterbacks in the NFL. And then he imploded last week against the Raiders, which yeah, I didn't see coming. I thought that was a really nice no. matchup. Scored scored I think less than four or five points. It was ridiculous. But this week I think that that's made him really affordable at fifty eight hundred. There's a two and a half grand difference between him and Patrick Mahomes. So if you don't want to pay up for Mahomes and that stack, go down to Jordan Love because there's so many affordable stacking opportunities with the Packers. When you look at Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, Luke Musgrave, all players that I really like this week. You've yeah. even got some bringbacks with Sutton, etc., on the Denver side. So I think it's a perfect way for, for Jordan Love to get back on track with facing the Broncos this week. So really love the stacking opportunities and love Jordan Love in my lineup. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to get any arguments from me when you put Patrick Mahomes in there. And it's usually a shootout against against the Chargers as well. So I expect yeah. that to be to be a good game. And then, yeah, again, pick anyone that plays against Denver. It's probably going to be good for you, right? So I think Jordan Love in there. Five that's really good value, I think, because of, mm-hmm. of what happened last week. I expect him to, to easily, easily match that value for sure. And I've got, I've got two rolling backs for you. One in a very good matchup up against the Chicago Bears, Josh Jacobs. I mean, he's not looked as good as people would maybe like him to look this year, but that's why we've seen his price sort of slowly slip. And at 7,400, I'm pretty happy to pay that. Going up, up against the Bears team, who we talked about enough times, they're they're not winning a lot of football games. And it is partly due because, obviously, their, their offense isn't great, but that defense isn't playing slight lights out either. So I expect Jacobs to get a lot of work up against the Bears and hopefully do well. The second one, 
Second one's not the best matchup in the world, but I'm just kind of backing the talent here. He's had a couple of weeks to come back. It's Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor at 6,500. He is up against a tough Cleveland Browns team, but he's that good that I think it could be the cheapest you ever see him this year in DFS. So take advantage of this low price while you have it because he's good enough to do it against any defense, Cleveland or not. Yeah, I really like that just because I think a lot of people are scared what they saw with the Cleveland defense against the 49ers yeah. last week. And a lot of people will be off Jonathan Taylor. We've not seen him get the full workload yet. Um, Zach Moss has still been worked in there. So I, th- I completely agree. I think um, he puts up a decent performance this week at 6,500 and he joins sort of the 7,000 group next week because the talent is there for him to be a $7,000, $8,000 running back week in, week out. Um, and Josh Jacobs really loved this pick in a, in a great matchup. Um, I think I think Jacobs got 25 touches this week, which is exactly what you want from your running yep. back. And he, he, it just didn't happen for him. He didn't he didn't have a big game. But if he has 25 touches against the Bears, he's going to have a big game. So at 7,400, it's worth paying up for him. Yeah, absolutely. I think so. And you got some uh, you got some wide receivers for us, Ali. What? And we're going right back to the well for one of these matchups, right? Yeah, I mean, back to the matchup with the Broncos. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this was this was close toss up between um, Christian Watson and my actual pick in Romeo Dobbs, who himself, I think he pops, he may even have had a goose last week. Um, it was a really poor down week mm. um, for whatever reason, but I just think his price at forty nine hundred at the Broncos is perfect for him to get back on track. And again, as I've mentioned it with the quarterbacks, there's so many great stacking opportunities where you could possibly stack both of these guys, have a double stack, and it's incredibly affordable where you can have studs at running back and tight end if you want to and just afford it. And they both have the ability. We've seen Romeo Dobbs catch t- touchdowns this season. Um, Christian Watson is is back. We want to see him at full speed because he is electric. I just think they're they're back and they're going to light up the Broncos. So... Really like that as sub five k, um, and then Drake London. We've I've mentioned that Desmond Ritter is throwing the ball again, so that is nice to see, for, especially for Drake London. His talent, he deserves to be more more price or higher price than fifty one hundred against the Buccaneers. They couldn't stop Aaron Ross St. Brown last week. They're probably not going to be able to stop Drake London this week. I think. Uh, Baker and the Bucks uh, offense are going to put up points on uh, Atlanta. So I think Desmond Ritter is going to have to, he can't rely on the run game. So he's going to have to throw. And yeah, we want to see another 30 to 40 pass attempts and Drake London catching touchdowns. And I think at 5,100, just get him in your lineup because I think he's going to three times that at least this week. Yeah, I really like that. I mean, Denver, we, we spoke about it a little bit. Maybe too much, but any any player against Denver, get him get him in your team. And and Drake London, this this kind of unexpected error reads, you know, turn that that the Falcons have taken. Drake London should benefit from that. I mean, one of the reasons I was you know out on Drake London wasn't because I thought he was a bad player; it's because I didn't think he would get opportunities. And now he's getting those opportunities. Yeah. That that's brilliant for him. And at five thousand one hundred, that's you know that that's really good value. I think in your wide receiver slot and. I've got some. I've got two players in the flex spot. I think are pretty good value as well. I've got a guy who had his sort of best game since returning last week. It was Kareem Hunt. He's going for five thousand up against the Colts. Kareem Hunt rushed the ball I think 12, 13 times and had three targets as well last week for 
a touchdown too. That's kind of what you're you're looking for with this kind of cheaper flex play at five thousand. He outperformed Jerome Ford, I would say. He's looking slightly better. He knows the offense better as well, I would say. So I imagine Kareem Hunt's usage will start to grow and grow and grow. And up against Indianapolis, I expect him to you know grow even more so again. So he's a good value at 5,000, I think, there. The second one was a guy who looked like the best player on the field in his last game against the Cowboys. Josh Palmer was amazing. I know his team didn't quite get it done, but he caught absolutely everything that went near him. Justin Herbert had a bit of an off day, but Josh Palmer made the most of it, you know, regardless of that. Even passes that were overthrown or underthrown, Palmer was still right there. And I think Herbert should probably appreciate that a little bit. So expect him to be looking for Palmer again up against Kansas City, which should be a shootout. And at 4,800, I think he's really good value there compared to, you know, other people on that team that might be way, way, way ahead or someone like Quentin Johnson who's never going to catch a ball in his career. <laughs> no, I think that that's one of my favourite picks this week just because of how affordable he is. And, I mean, he went from he wasn't going to play in this game late on the injury report to yeah. playing playing in the game and looked looked really quite good. So I think if you are stacking Mahomes and Kelsey, if you have Palmer, that's an affordable bring-back option to have in your flex spot. I, I really like that. Um, and then Kareem Hunt. Yeah, it was really good to see him return to proper action and getting some sort of volume and playing the Colts. Um, Gardner Minshew, I think he he threw three, three picks last week. Yeah. I mean, if he's going to be turning the ball over against the Browns, then Kareem Hunt is going to get plenty of opportunities on the ground to, to score a rushing touchdown. So at 5K, that, that is definitely affordable. Yeah, absolutely. And you've got, you've got two tight ends for us. One... I mean, actually, I love both of these picks, Sally, because I wanted to talk about one as well. So, so talk us through it. Yes, yeah, so there's five thousand three hundred dollars difference between <laughs> these two tight ends. Um, <laughs> probably shows the golf in in talent. Although I'm not sure because, yeah, we'll start with Travis Kelsey, who is needs no introduction. Eight eight thousand dollars against the LA Chargers. I think you're going to need to stack him with Mahomes, but. He's just been balling out the last two weeks. Looks easily the best tight end again in in the NFL. I mean, he's going to have um, Travis. It's going to have sorry Taylor Swift watching him again, and I think it just juices him up to to absolutely yeah. dominate. He's like Pat, give me the ball because she's watching, and I want to score some touchdowns and dance in the end zone. So I just think it's a guy that if you don't have in in your slate in your in your lineups, then he could easily win the week. So yeah. It's difficult to pay up for him, but I think you almost have to do it. And then if you want to pay down, the guy that is started to ca- finally catch passes in the NFL, Michael Mayer, $2,700 at the Chicago Bears. The matchup is really nice. Um, the price is even better. At 2700 it just allows you to do so much. Last week, six targets, 75 yards on Sunday. Finally, just showed us what he could do being picked sort of second round this this NFL draft. Um, the quarterback position is certainly up in the air this week with with Jimmy G being injured, but he could perhaps return. Um, if not, it's going to be probably Hoyer. Um, but so is Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams left the game. He only caught two two passes, and when he did, it was Michael Mayer that that saw the increased targets. Um, yeah, going for seventy five yards. So at two thousand seven hundred, really love this price. If he gets six targets or catches six passes, then he's going to smash at this price, 2700 He could easily get 10 points, and that's 
nearly four four times what you're paying for him. So, and the the other thing is, even if he doesn't hit this week, he's he's not going to hurt you because you've not paid up for him. You've paid up elsewhere. So, he really only needs to score five to ten points to return to value on that pick. So, really like that. Yeah, I love both of these picks here. Travis Kelsey, the notorious you know Charger killer. Always turns up to play against the Chargers. Always scores touchdowns against the Chargers. You know, quite often the game-winning touchdown against the Chargers as well. So Kelsey's going to be right up there. And Michael Mayer, I love that you put him on here because he last week started to look good, and he's up against Chicago as well, right? Like that's a that's a great matchup. So I think at two thousand seven hundred, he's an absolute steal on there. And you're right; if he doesn't perform, it doesn't matter because you barely spent anything on him, and you should make up for it in another position. So I love that. The option there at tight end. And I've got two more for you. I've got the defense and special team. And guess what? It's the Bills against the New England Patriots. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you're doing cash. It doesn't matter if you're doing tournament. This is the play that you want in your team because the New England Patriots are going to score zero points and the Bills are going to smash. So I'm putting them in no matter what I'm doing. They're, they're going right in there at 4,200. And yeah, right back to the well for option two. It's the Packers up against the Broncos because... <laughs> The Broncos suck too, so that's that's really all I can think. I don't know if the Packers are necessarily the best defense in the world, but they're not going up against the best offense in the world. And let, let's go with that. And Russell turned the ball over, right? So you'll get some points that way for sure, right? Yeah, we're looking for turnovers for scoring opportunities, and the Denver Broncos always hand them out on a plate. So yeah, I, l- I love both of these matchups. Yeah, and before we go, Ali, we're we're going to continue our pick of the week segment, right? This is someone who we just think, you know what? I love the value there. We're going to go for that. So who's who's your pick of the week? Yeah, so we are digging pretty deep down in the well for really, really cheap options. So $3,000 wide receiver, Trey Tucker. Ooh. I mean, let's go let's go back to the other well, which is playing against <laughs> crap, crap teams. And yeah, $3,000 at Chicago Bears, I think. Yeah, this is a this is really nice when he caught that long pass from Brian Hoyer this week. He got more involved. Um, yeah, I just think if, if Devontae Adams is, is going to miss, um, there's some question marks over the other wide receivers. So why not Trey Tucker, the rookie, coming in, looks electric. Um, if he catches a long pass, doesn't even have to be a touchdown pass, he's going to return value on $3,000 investment. So that is my pick of the week that will be um, in my lineups where I've, I've stacked perhaps Kelsey and Mahomes. Um, yeah, and just for that upside, I'm going to go with Trey Tucker. I uh, love that pick, by the way. 3,000 is what great. Great value, especially if, if he is, you know, going to be getting a high snapshot with, with Adams. I'm going to go with my boy, Dalton Kincaid. If he's back <laughs> from concussion protocol, which I assume he will be by the time the game is doing the rules round, again, I think the Bills are just going to slam dunk this game. And this could finally be the big Dalton Kincaid breakout that we've we've all been waiting for. At three thousand one hundred, it's a pretty cheap option to to slot in there and uh, hopefully hopefully dominate against this New England team that I've predicted will score zero points. So we'll probably be on here next week talking about how New England New England have beat the Bills. And no, <laughs> nobody saw it coming, right? There's not a chance. There's there is not a single chance that happens, but. Yeah, can we just get rid of Dawson Knox because he, I can't stand that bloke, and we need to see more. We need to see more Don Kincaid. Yeah, absolutely. We need we need more of him in our lives, and uh, that brings us to to the end of the show. Ali, mate, just want to say thank you so much for for joining again this week. Hopefully, 
if you've been listening, we have a chance to win you some some cash or some of our picks in, in cash plays or in tournaments. And if you're not already, make sure you're following over on YouTube. Look for us at the Fantasy Wildcard Podcast Network over there. And, of course, follow us over on X at Wildcard DFS and, of course, our main channel over at Fantasy Wildcards. That's all for the show. Hopefully, next time we see you, you'll all be a lot richer and, you know, why don't you just share a bit of a profit with the team as well, Ali? Right, that sounds like a good plan, yeah? Oh, 100%. 100%. 100%. There you go. Share 100% of your profits with, yes. with the team at Wildcard DFS. <laughs> so looking forward for our uh, banks to be much bigger by next week. Thank you so much, guys. We'll see you later. Bye.